hits blunt. Uh, Welcome to the page. We got a we got a motherfucker up in here with us in the page. Hello. What's up? I'm up in the page. Page. Whatever. You don't even know what the fuck <laughs> we're saying. <laughs> I'm up in something. He's up. Right. You got a mic in front of him. He's up. Well, you're like three IPAs deep. This is like our tenth bowl of the night. We're just getting warmed up. It's fucking schmied up over here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> but we're here with another homie. Showed up for the page. Uh, I figured today I, I called you earlier and was like, yo, how do you feel about it's Christmas time? How do you feel about doing something a little, a little more lighthearted? A broadcast. A broadcast, man. We needed a broke because we t- we talk about <laughs> we get so serious. Yeah, we're so serious. All we're the time, jokers, dude. baby. We're the jo- I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, why so serious? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, Unfortunately, I, my laugh is very close to that. Normally, that's a problem oh, for me. It's a real problem. Yeah, we just needed to do a broadcast. We just need to like chill out. Take a foot. This one again goes out to Fishcock, the OG. Shout out, the homie. Dude, we have a guy on our Patreon. This is this is for that's what the page is. This is for our Patreon, and we have <laughs> there's a guy, and his name just says Fishcock. Nice Fishcock, bro. Dude, yeah, he showed up. Ultimate shouts out, like always and forever. Absolutely. That's the OG right there. Our OG. We, you put some respect on the name when you hear Fishcock. You put respect on it. Absolutely. I hope, I wonder if he's actually watching any of the fucking backlog of bullshit we posted on the Patreon so far. I don't know, man. He sent a message. That's yeah, he pretty said he was chill. liking it, so we appreciate that. Oh, he's going for another IPA. This dude's a fucking monster with so many drinking stories together. Hell yeah. That's, yeah, dude, where to fucking begin? Because that's the thing. I've only been recently sober, and I say sober, I've actually had, like, a beer yeah. Out at dinner once, and I had like I had a couple sighties with Bay. We were in the mountains, you know, just doing Bay shit. Yeah, and why so, wouldn't you? That's yeah. like when it's appropriate to actually drink, though. Like, yeah, and I had like <laughs> that's when the rest of us should just drink. <laughs> yeah, not like railing fifteen Milwaukee's best, and then like doing Woo! fucking surgery on ourselves. Oh, that's a good story. That's Fuck. a good story, <laughs> man. I love you, Ticos. That was when we were working together. I got him a job with me, and we worked together at least a year, right? I'd say Better like part. a summer plus, and then some. What well, felt like, like six forever. months, like six months. It felt like forever because I was like working with my homie, and I was like, oh, yeah, this it, is tight. it was a great, uh, great year. Well, yeah, he was basically my truck partner. I was like training him how to do a lot of the contracting stuff. This is when I was working for like a builder and we were doing like work orders and contract and shit. Right. Nice. And so I'm teaching him how to do carpentry and how to paint right and how to do repairs and whatever. But we're just like getting blazed and listening <laughs> to fallout boy in the work truck <coughs> oh, like shit. all day. Oh yeah. Oh, He'd be shit. blasting that singing at the top of his lungs. Oh dude. Fuck yeah. So tight. That's awesome. We were on cloud nine, but uh, we were working on this addition and yeah, we were putting in Tico's, which are like these little L shaped brackets you have to put in the corners of like floor joists or roof rafters, right? Okay, I know what you're talking about. And so my little method of getting the Tico, because I have fat fucking fingers, and so right. I can't like fit a hammer and another hand holding in this tight little corner, right? Yeah, the logistics don't work. On a ladder, yeah, it just it doesn't work. work. So I used to do this thing where I held the nail between two fingers, you know, and I would hold the two fingers up like that, like I was about to finger it, and go. And I was a fucking ace with the hammer, dude. Like, I never, I'm a drummer. So, like, my wrist and the hand eye coordination, yeah. like, I never fucking miss, right? Well, I got sloppy. <laughs> I got sloppy one day. I want too many bowls. <laughs> dude, I mashed the shit out of my finger, dog. It was bad. And it actually didn't really look bad at the time because it was just like swelling and bleeding all on the inside. <laughs> it was worse than you, you know? <laughs> and, and I kept saying, I was like, dude, this really fucking hurts, man. Yeah, by the time we got off work, we were like, we got to fix this. By the time we got off work, that was also when we were going to the fucking tavern every day after oh, work. Oh, yeah, man. So I was in there. In and <laughs> I was just fucking crying the blues in there about my finger throbbing. <laughs> and even the bartender and everybody there is just like, yeah, dude, like if you go to the doctor, all they're going to do is like drill a little hole in your fingernail let and the let blood. the pressure out. Right. Because yeah. I was getting like a little blood blister happening under the nail. I was like, buddy, let's just. Crush some more beers, head back. 
I'll get a fucking sewing needle. Bah! Dude, yeah. <laughs> Foolproof, dude. And so straight up, dude, it, we were already like a couple beers deep at the bar. And then we went to CVS or whatever and got like a 15 rack of Milwaukee's Best. Ooh. Because they gave you three extra. This was before Natty was on the train. Uh, so you get the 12 and they're like, here's three more. Three, exactly. 15. You know you're going to want those last three. Which is kind of a weird number, but I take it. Um, so we railed that shit. Was like seeing double. I even called my mom. Was like, "Hey, if you come home and me and John are doing some weird shit, like don't worry, like it's all good." <laughs> and she even told me the next day. She was like, "I could tell you were fucking hammered <laughs> on the phone, dude." <laughs> Mom's chill as shit, but uh, yeah. So everyone kept saying, "If you go to the doctor, they're just gonna do what we're gonna do." So John, like, we took a lighter. The in the, the sewing needle I found was like so small, way too <laughs> fucking small, tiny. Like, I could barely hold it in my yeah. fingers. And so we, you know, sterilize it with the, with the flame. And then he goes to start digging it in my finger. Ah. And then I really feel, like, the pressure. Like, like oh, he's no. he's pushing. Yeah. And it takes the first couple tries because it wouldn't, it just wouldn't go. Right. And then finally, on, like, the third or fourth go, he gets it, like, really hot. It like melts the, the whatever, oh, dude. and it just Ew. goes straight through my finger. <laughs> oh man! Like basically, almost pierced like my entire fingertip, and I was like, "No, pull it out, pull it out!" So he yanks it out, which is even worse, pain. <laughs> yeah, and th- this is the best part is that because we use some like shitty ass, crusty ass, like bullshit needle for my mom's sewing kit. That we sterilized with a big butane lighter. Yes. Yeah, not even right? alcohol. Dude, fucking my finger got worse from an infection <laughs> than it would have just being <laughs> fucked up. And then obviously the nail God fell damn. off. But like, yeah. dude, it was so fucked up. And we just got hammered and played doctor. But I think my favorite part of that whole thing was after like my second attempt... The needle was sharp on the other end, and it stabbed into my finger, and we got stuck by the finger. Oh, yeah! (laughs) We were just impaled on both fucking sides, and we were like, oh, what do we do? We were doing... We're not doing good. We were really fucking up. That was before we got you the thimble, and it it, it pierced both of us. (laughs) We were, like, stuck. Got the blunt end of a needle to go through your finger. Holy shit. Dude, it was was bad. It was really bad. It was a mess. It was a fucking mess. It was sloppy. Dude, you were sloppy the other night losing your car. Yeah. Oh man, I've done that I, a few times. I, well, I parked right down the street, from, like from the bar, like on the same street, not even two blocks away. Yeah. I'm leaving. I told all my coworkers, "All right, I'm out." My phone died. Didn't see my car. <laughs> Probably walked right past it. And uh, I they said I came back in. I was like, "All right." Lost my car, giving up. <laughs> so then I guess that. I decided to walk home. I get home. Thought I drove myself home. So I was chilling in my room, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go out to my car and smoke a bowl. Oh, and shit. And I was like, okay, my car's gone. Fuck. <laughs> That's the worst thing. Like, and then I was like, wait, my weed. weed's in there, too. Oh, no. Like, you want to get high in your car, and my dinner and none of was in there, there too. Like, everything I wanted in the moment was gone. So, I was like, fuck. Like, I don't know what I did with my car, honestly, at this point. But I I charged my phone up, and I get a notification from the Waze app, and it was like, your car is parked here. It was like a block and a half from the bar I was at. You just walked right fucking past Walked right fucking past that shit. You're blacked out. But I was still fucking wasted at this point. Yeah, and, that's uh, when he texted me, dude. I texted him at like six in the morning about something, and he's like, "Hell yeah, dog! I'm lit!" Like, well, it's like six in the morning. I'm getting up to go to work, and he's going to bed. Well, can't find his car. Like, I fucking put on a really nice jacket, and I took this big fucking like hunting knife, and I stuck it in my pocket. And it was sticking out like a fucking you know good eight inches. You're like a Jason machine. And I walked down Carey Street from. Um, like about Shepherd all the way to fucking uh, Sidewalk Cafe. Oh man! With this That's big fucking knife fucking sticking walk. out. It's like four in the morning. I was uh standing outside of fucking uh City Beach, 
one with hand. a knife. I, with, with this knife, and just I was blacked out, giant man. Out, and I was confused why no one was there, and it was closed. But it was like four, <laughs> four thirty in the fucking morning. Like, Where's everybody? everybody? What the fuck? <laughs> just a drunk I, zombie. And, uh, <laughs> and I honestly fucking hate that place. I've only been there once, but <laughs> I hate that place. So, that place is weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's like a bunch of fucking weird ketamine greaser looking motherfuckers. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Everyone was just k in there. It was fucking disgusting. Uh, Dude, all of Richmond is just in a perpetual K-hole. It, I mean, it really is. That place is like uh, the the manager there. The, lo- the last, the only time I've ever been to City Beach, which was like a f- last year, uh, we go in. Some people we know are playing a show there. I think, or like an open mic night thing. And then like the owner of the place knows all the people I'm with. It was like right. some of the guys from like Dalton Dash and shit. And fucking the manager comes over and starts like giving us free food and shit. And then, like, in between this, the music, he would go up there and do stand-up, which oh, was, like, no. fucking insane. So cringe. He was yelling about, like, Ralph Northam a lot. No. And then he kept going, oh, and you know what I say to him? <laughs> Hello, governor! And he would just keep... That was the punchline each time. Like, he would just say some shit about Ralph Northam and then just yell, Hello, governor. But I was so wasted. I was just, like, goading him on. I was like, yeah! <laughs> like, this is fucking great. It was Man, absolutely bad shit. Alcohol will really make you appreciate things you never appreciated. Yeah, dude. Alcohol makes me appreciate friends that will stop me from pissing on cop cars. <laughs> dude, me, him, and our buddy, you know, mm-hmm. we went to we went and saw Shane Gillis at uh Sam oh, Yeah, we went and saw it's Shane Cal- at Sandman Comedy Club. Yeah. And I was so stoked on it. Like, we had tickets for, like, weeks or whatever. Well, we pre-gamed, like, fuck yes. at my apartment. <laughs> and we are like, walking around the river, drinking White Claws and beers. Smoking cigars. Smoking cigars. <laughs> we're like, yo, we're going to go see cigars. the king tonight. And then we get to Sandman. And because our friend is a fucking nerd and made us leave early, the sun was still out. And we're, like, the, literally the first people. We stood in line outside of the comedy club for Shane Gillis. We were the line. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then the doors open. The they're fuck? like, oh, hey, guys. We're like, yeah. what's up? We're here for the show. And they're like, so, well, I guess you could sit up front. <laughs> yeah, they like literally let us go right up front. So we're sitting right there. And I'm like, this is chill as fuck. And it's actually a cool club. So I just started ordering drinks on my phone because they're doing the QR shit. Yeah. They're doing the QR. Like, I don't even have to beckon. That shit is so dangerous. I don't, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It it's bad for absolutely. alcoholics. So I got a fuck ton of BLs. And then... This is, I, I kind of blacked out before this, which is why I even ordered it. Yeah. But the, the cap on the whole night was I saw an option on there for whiskey. Yep. And I'm like, oh, cool. This will be like a shot of whiskey, right? So I ordered a beer and a whiskey. And it came out. They gave me a, a Bud Light bottle and like a cup of whiskey <laughs> it, was a lot, it was like every, a chalice every single one of, every it single was, drink was oh like, my god it was massive whoa. it was like a fu- it was a cup of whiskey there's no other way to describe it that's and i drank beautiful. it all and dude i really i honestly i don't remember any of his set i yeah. was right up front and apparently i laughed at like really inappropriate times <laughs> <laughs> i like laughed when I he was doing getting... like the all-white football bit yeah 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 <laughs> Dude. Oh, it was so good. I think I made it through like halfway through the set before I don't remember a damn thing. Oh, yeah. And so all that's to say, <laughs> stop me from pissing in front of a cop car. Because <laughs> he, he wanted to piss real bad. I needed to piss bad and just like I was going to piss anywhere. I was going to get myself on a list. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. We've been hammered so much together, though, me and you. Yeah. Just through playing in bands and like on tour. We have. Have you guys ever done hallucinogens together? No. I don't think we have tripped together. No, I don't Um, think we have. I remember one time you got, uh, you found some acid in some like thrift store shorts or something. I did. (laughs) And uh, I think you took it. No, 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 no. I wanted to. I really wanted to. I kept it. So here's what it was. I used to get work clothes from Goodwill. Yeah. Obviously, because we're painting and doing drywall and all kinds of fucked up shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck up some like three dollar cargo shorts. Yeah. So I got some cargo shorts and I'm working with him and I'm like looking through. I get I, I don't know what it was. But I was looking at my pockets and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it's a little baggy. And I pull it out and it's like a square little thing of paper with 
perforations on it. Yeah. It's obviously a tab sheet. Clearly. And uh, but it are it had water like in the bag, so oh. I thought it was like fucked up and it had gone through like a wash cycle. Yeah. Like all the LSD. Some dirty hippie forgot about his shit. Yeah, and so I had some dirty hippie pants. He's that a I was fucking working poser in. because he washes pants. Yes, true. You're not a real crusty. Not a real hippie. Yeah, you don't know what you're doing. Also, what I want to understand is if you have fucking cargo shorts, why are they not in the cargo compartment? Like, LSD is cargo. That's clearly cargo. (laughs) Yeah. Hallucinogens are in the cargo category. (laughs) It's not something you put in, like, your wallet, like, your back pocket. I mean, I wouldn't keep it on me unless I was taking it. Yeah. Unless I, you know, was just picking it up. But, man, you're just going to ruin it. (laughs) I just don't understand how you forget about acid. Like, if I have acid, I know where the fuck it is. At all times. At all times. Yeah, I really want to do shrooms soon. I've never done shrooms. I've only done acid. Oh. I, and I, lo- I love acid because I space it out. I only do it about, you know, I used to really only do acid about once a year. And then yeah. I took a couple years off and then I did it again recently. But I don't know, man. Never done the organic shroom trip. I'm going to tell you something and tell me if you think it makes sense as to why I am the way I am. I did acid every weekend for almost a year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It made me into a pretty cool guy. <laughs> I feel like you'd have to take a lot, though, to keep that train rolling because... Yeah. I tried it once where I took one tab. It was really, really good. Yeah. And I had a whole strip. So the next day, I took a tab again, didn't feel anything. So then I took two and like kind of tripped. And was like, didn't really, whatever. So then the next day, I re- that's when I read. They were like, oh, yeah, if you yeah, take you it two days in a row, up. it'll deplete. Yeah. And that's when I read. So I was like, the next day, I'll take three. I took three, barely tripped on the third day. Yeah. So, like, I guess it's your serotonin levels or whatever it is. Or it's like some crazy <laughs> shit. Like, your chemicals are so down when you come down off that initial trip. Right. That, like, it's really hard to get back up. So did you experience that? I mean, I just got to where, like, every weekend I was taking five hits. Just throughout the weekend? No, just, like, on one day of the weekend. And then just riding the weekend out? I mean, it didn't last that long. Yeah. It would be, like, a night, pretty in, pretty fun night, and then I'd just go back to normal Sunday hmm. and, like, smoke some weed. <laughs> so you communed with the spirit realm. I talked to the shadow people. <laughs> like, on the reg. For a bit there. I had one time where I got dosed. It was uh, this Grateful Dead 50 party. Like, they did their 50th anniversary at Chicago. Right. At the Cubs or the Bears Stadium, maybe, uh-huh. or the Cubs Stadium. I can't remember. But uh, the the dive bar that no longer exists, uh, K Street Cafe, uh, they Rest broadcasted it on their fucking uh, on their projection screen. Someone bought the pay-per-view. So, like, every fucking dumb hippie was there. And, like... This kid I knew, who I got some things from occasionally, was like, "Hey man, this shit just came on off the road. You want to test it?" And I was like, "What?" It was. I mean, it was acid. It was liquid. It was liquid. And I was like, "Fuck it, yeah, let me get some." I mean, I trust this dude. I've done a bunch of shit with him, and he's cool. But he was already so fucking zonked off the shit, yeah, that he fucking puddled me. I don't know if you know what a puddle is. Been there. Yeah. I got about probably 30 hits. What? I, it had to have been. It was so Isn't much. Isn't that when you said he put it in your hand? He put it in my hand and I had to slurp it out of my hand. Because it came out the bottle and he was like, oh well, dude. And I was like, what do you mean, oh well? And I feel like, like that's torture. He was like, you just got to eat it, dude. And I was like, yeah, I know, but fuck. And so I ate it and then like a song started and I remember it was this picture of it zooming in on the moon and I just, just standing there and it was like hot as shit because there was like way too many people in that bar and I just said, to myself out loud, I said, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, so, dude. I'm walking home. It's July 4th, right? There's fireworks going off. Oh, no. Everywhere. <laughs> like You're like a dog with PTSD. Dude, like, <laughs> like, like walking down the alley. I'm going down this back alley, and I don't know if I hallucinated this or if it was real, right? But I thought I saw three guys sitting on a stoop, and I'm walking, and I hear something behind me. I turn around. I swear to God, I see a guy with his hand on his waistband hustling towards me. And I was like, I literally just said, oh, fuck, it just took off running. So I don't know if those people were real or if that was actually about to happen to me, but I just sprinted the last, like, three blocks to my fucking uh, apartment. Uh, I had a kind of similar experience when I tried liquid. Uh-huh. Uh, 
like that. So it was maybe 2012, 2013, probably 2013. And uh, I didn't even take nearly as much as that. Yeah. But uh, I ran into some friends that were hanging out at the river. And they're like, oh, this we met this hippie dude. And he was like, oh, there's a little bit of, like, liquid still in this. You can, like, use that and then, like, wash it out, get the residue. Yeah. And get that. So my friends drank it, and, like, I, I didn't see them after that. But they gave it to me, and they're like, you can wash it out. You'll you'll probably get fucked up. And I was like, word. Uh, and, like, I, I probably tripped 10 to 15 times be- before this that happened. So I was like, cool, you know, good ass drip, whatever. I washed it out, drank it, and uh, I go over to my friend's house. We're watching Game of Thrones. Oh, nice. And uh, I was enjoying it. Like I wasn't like super into the show, but I'd go hang out and watch it with him sometimes. And uh, I noticed all the characters' faces started kind of like <laughs> turning into like dogs. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, I think I'm starting to trip a little bit. But then, like, the show just got, like, unbearable to watch. Like, everything just started morphing so hard. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna leave. I'm going to go get some food. And I went to Bodilla's or whatever. Uh, that. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Place you went out by in public? The, by the VCU gym. Wait, hold on. You're talking about uh, that cocaine store that sells burritos on the side? Probably. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Probably. All right, go on. <laughs> um, I, I, I definitely can picture that. Uh, <laughs> but either way, I walk up, I walk up to there and I go in and it's like fucking packed and I'm just like, Oh man, like, do I really need this quesadilla? Like, I was just getting so anxious, you know? Right. Um, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to get my food. I try to go order it and I was just stumbling over my words so hard. Like I was free. I started freaking out. I was like, Oh my God. And I just like blurted out like the first thing I saw on the menu uh, once I could eventually look at it, because <laughs> oh, I was just so overwhelmed by everything in there, and uh, I just felt like uh, they're like they know I'm fucked up or something. But um, actually, what set off my anxiety going in there was when I went in. So I saw all the people, but like they they have a TV right above the door in the fucking um, like one of the World Cup like soccer games was going on. Oh yeah, yeah. So they're they're all watching the game. Yeah. And um, I was waiting in line, but I was like still standing by the door. But like they, there's a huge player or something, and everyone was like, "Oh, goal, goal!" And you're like, "Goal!" Oh. But they're all like pointing at me or like in my direction, yeah. and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> the but then I looked up and I saw the TV, and I was like, "All right, okay, it's it's just got to be soccer." Like, yeah, they're just looking I'm at just, soccer. I'm just freaking out. So I, no, they were all goblins, and they were all like trip, trip, trip. <laughs> so I, I end up getting my food. I'm walking home, and I'm uh, I'm somewhere on Lombardi Street, and um, I see a guy walk by, um, and he's wearing like a leather jacket. He just looked like some punk dude, but like he, I was probably just tripping hard, and like I thought he gave me like a weird look or something. But I got like a tell, I heard like a telepathic like message, and he was like. He's like, you shouldn't be walking out here at night or something like that. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And I just I just sprinted home. And I, like, called my friends. And I was like, yeah, someone needs to come babysit me. Dude. <laughs> and what's so crazy is I think I've also seen the shadow people. Because <laughs> yes. literally the first time I ever tripped, right, it was so great. It was 150 micrograms, the perfect dose. And it was my first time me and my roommate were doing it. And our friend who got it for us was babysitting. So it was like the perfect environment. It was a warm summer day. We had all day off. And so I'm a newbie. First time doing it. My buddy, we, we, we take it. And then immediately after, he's like, oh, by the way, like, you're going to need some food. Because, like, when you're tripping, you're probably not really going to have an appetite. So you should probably eat now if you haven't eaten. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I never eat breakfast. Of course I haven't eaten. So I'm like, yo, let's go to the fucking Chinese place. We went to, uh, oh, not Good Taste, the one on Gray Street, the one next to Strange Matter. Anyway, we went to that one. Panda Garden, maybe? Yeah, I think that was it. So we go there, and at this point, we're, like, waiting for our food. And in my mind, I'm like, 
damn, I've like already ingested acid. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> like, I've never done this before, and now I'm just sitting in a Chinese restaurant waiting for my General Tso's chicken. Right. And uh, I started getting a little weirded out, and I was fighting it. Like, I knew, like, I knew something was about to happen, but I was fighting it. Mm. So we get to walking home, and finally, like, we hit my block, and I can't fight it anymore. And I even told my buddies, I'm like, guys, like, my fucking legs are weak. Like, I can't fucking, like, this is weird. Like, so we're walking, and he's like, nah, man, like, we're almost to the fucking crib. We got your food. Like, we're good. Like, you're just coming up right now. And I'm fighting it. I'm like, I don't know, man. But finally, I can't, like I said, I can't fight it anymore. And I shit you not. I swear to fucking Christ. I saw this, like, dark. It, this is plain as day. This is like the sun's out. And it was like this dark, silhouetted woman. Like, like dark. Can't really see the features. Nah. It's more of like a, like a literal, like, just movement shadow. But it's like a person, right? Spooky. And I literally saw them walk up our apartment building steps and go into the front door. You're like, nah, son. And I literally looked at my buddies and I was like, did you guys just see that chick that just went in to our apartment? And they were like, nah, dude, like you're just coming up, man. Like you're just (laughs) tripping. And I was like, (laughs) and and of course there was no woman. Like we went in there. There There's no like weird, nothing really happened. I don't know. It was that my first acid experience. Like I communed with the shadows. The shadow people come out sometimes. They're there. And we, I think we've all had weird shadow people experiences. That's fucking wild. Oh yeah. I've had, I've, uh, Seen a shadow person just on uh, some edibles. Um, <laughs> no, for real. Like, it, it was again when I lived. Um, well, I don't think I knew you when I lived on Floyd. Um, I think I think I came by that house. Maybe yeah. you did. I, I couldn't tell you. I was so fucked up when I lived in that place, <laughs> man. But um, I made a batch of firecrackers with someone there. And I ate a bunch. And, like, everyone was going, there, man, I have so many stories from there. Like. I lived, there was someone that lived there that got an exorcism done. Oh, shit. Like a legit, like, church sanction exorcism. So many wait, stories. Wait, hold on. Tell me about that. Yeah, let's hear All about right. that. Can I take Sheet. a piss real quick? Do we have time? Yeah, take a piss. All right. I, yeah, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll actually, yeah, I know. You be but drinking. I got, I got two stories I want to get in on this session. A skinwalker story Bet. and an exorcism story. Oh, Bet. definitely. Yeah. I saw, did I ever tell you the creature of Kingsland story? No, what is that? Uh, it's this thing I saw when I was younger, uh, out in a field one night. Uh, we li- near this road named Kingsland near my parents' house. Um, there, a couple friends of mine during high school. I don't really talk to them anymore, but we were all chilling back then. I was like nineteen, uh, and we would all have these fires out in my buddy Jose's parents' field. They had like a little back property, this copse of trees that had like a fire pit in the middle of it. We would just chill back there and get drunk as shit and party. And one night we were walking back to the other house up the street we would all sleep at. Because our parents were, like, cool and let us just all flop over there all the time. Like, eight of us. And, um, it's a really bright full moon night, right? Yeah. Uh, we're looking and we're walking through the field where this plant man place used to be. It was, like, a greenhouse nursery. And we see this thing and it's black. It's tall. It's lanky. I'm talking, like, eight feet tall. Yeah. Lanky. And it looked like... It almost looked like if the thing was really skinny and black. It was like Rocky, you know? Or no, excuse me. Yeah, the thing from uh, Fantastic Four, the orange guy. Yeah. It was like that, but it was black and skinny and lanky and like it ambled real funny. A shadow golem. It was some kind of fucked up shit. Uh, and I, all my friends attest that we all saw it. Six mana drop. We were, eight of us saw this thing. Eight man a drop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eight of us saw this fucking thing. And we all saw it took off running because we were like, what the fuck was that? And because it like ran through the fields and then like it went into the woods and then we were running and we turned back and this fucking bitch is like peeking around a tree at us. What? Like we and so we just kept fucking hauling ass to the house and we got to the house. Everybody's like, we all kind of had that moment. We're like, oh, like, what the fuck was that? And then we <laughs> like. And no, I, we, none of us ever talked about it ever since because we don't talk to each other anymore. But like that was that one incident of it, and it was the weirdest goddamn thing I've ever seen in my life. 
That is fucking what you saw a fucking cryptid. I saw some kind of cryptid. It was some kind of freak little monster thing. I mean, it was tall, though. It was like eight feet tall. It was weird. Not cool. Can't explain that. No. You get intense fear sometimes, like, thinking about it. Well, it it is weird, though. It's so unknown. Like, I don't know what that was. It is weird when, like, multiple people see the same thing. Yeah. And, like, bond over, like, no, like, I saw the same thing. It's it it's weird. They do a lot of those like UFO shows on Netflix too, with like Starseed. It's like we've seen the same visions, and yeah. like that's kind of trippy when shit. Like I don't really believe in aliens, but like maybe they could be interdimensional or some shit. I don't yeah. fucking know. It's just wild to to to. I don't know when when multiple people see unexplained phenomena. It's like what is actually going on, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's a bit more to it. It's than hard just to like, deny it at that point. Exactly. I mean, we were all very drunk, but we all saw it. And you know what? I actually heard. Speaking of getting drunk, I'm gonna have my little, my little, uh, my spiritual moment. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna preach to y'all. Not really. I'm just. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, on the on the main episode just now, we were talking about, like, your fifth dimensional self, your inner being, your outer being, all that shit like that. Right. Right. And so all that kind of goes along with the idea that, like, we are an eternal soul. We are frequencies in a light matrix. And these are just, like, meat bodies. Right? We're in the light matrix. Okay? We're drinking when you black out. Your body is still moving. Your meat sickle, your meat bag, whatever it is, you're blackout drunk. You're checked out. You're basically as good as asleep. Yeah. I can tell you my soul is... (sighs) Right. Okay? Stay with me here now. So you are unconscious. You black out. You have no memory. But you're still running around you're still socializing you're talking to people you're answering text messages you're ordering food who's taking over the shadow person yeah (laughs) the fucking demons bro when you black out drunk on alcohol they're piloting you dude the demons take over dude and that's probably why that bitch needed a goddamn exorcism about that (laughs) alcohol was definitely involved but so, <laughs> Definitely so, like, involved. Just, just, just a little background on him. Like, okay, so he was a percussionist at VCU. I don't know if you know him. No, I don't know him. Okay, but. he might. I don't know. Um. Well, I met him through. And uh, me and him started a band. Yeah, you know, a long time ago. But uh, anyways, I started hanging out, writing music, getting drunk with him. And it was pretty normal at first. You know, he was just a fucking weird, faggy, jazz percussionist guy. He was... I know the type, yeah. dude. To a T. And I, I, and know. I, I was my awkward 18, 19-year-old self. So we just hang out, watch horror movies, listen to death metal, drink beer, whatever. Yeah. Actually, Jack Daniels. We both really like to hit the bottle hard. <laughs> Do you ever um, drink a cup of it? <laughs> Only the big bottles. <laughs> um, <laughs> but after after like a semester or two, things started getting a little weird. I don't know. He started getting distant. Um, yeah, I'm trailing. And uh, then like the drinking got a little out of hand. And uh, we also started fucking around with hallucinogens, actually. He th- thought he bought acid, but he actually bought uh, this research chemical called 25i. Oh, shit. What is that? That just sounds insidious. Uh, I couldn't tell you. My friends and I would call it smileys. Oh, fuck. But uh, it's I've never seen, besides DMT, I've never seen as vivid of like hallucinations as 25i. But Like better than acid? In my opinion, way better than acid. Uh, because I I like the visual part. But, like, anyways, we tripped on that a couple times. Uh, maybe just once, but he, like, started losing it after that. Like, really losing it. And then, like, we got drunk again. So he's just becoming an evil hippie. I, I don't know. Like, dude, and it's crazy, too, because, like, when we tripped the one time, something happened where... 
I thought he just fell into a black hole. He like leaned back really far <laughs> in his chair. And then he came back up and I swear to God he had fucking devil horns. Ew. And uh any but Whoa, like So what? so you know, we get through the night and uh I mean, that whole tripping story is a story in itself, like, for another time. But, like, we get through the night. I, I was like, dude, you're being a little weird. Like, whatever. And then I'm like, whatever. A week later, I hit him up, like, hey, let's hang out. Get drunk. And then that night, we're, like, in the middle of watching um, this movie, uh, Audition. It's, like, a Japanese horror movie. And he just starts breaking down crying. And I'm like... Uh, shit dude what? Uh, I, I'm like I'm not that drunk yet like why are, we, why are we hitting that point why are we hitting that point so early yeah and then he starts going on this spiel about like like he was like my brother I miss my brother like I guess he got blown up by a mine in Iraq or something or Afghanistan I I, I don't know oh somebody um, wanted to go fight a war and uh I don't know, he started fucking like bawling about that shit and I'm like I it was news to me, but I, I confirmed with someone else like that grew up with him like that yeah, that did happen. And uh either way I was like, Let's get you back to your dorm, yada yada because we were in um I can't remember what they're called now, but the connected ones. And um I'm about to get him out of my room and he's like he's like, Choke me. And I'm like, What? Are you gonna jerk it? And like- he's like he's like, Strangle me. And I'm like, What? And then he punched me in the face. <laughs> and he's like, fucking strangle me. He's losing And it, I dude. was like, what the fuck, dude? And I'm like, bah! And like, just knocked him, like, knocked him out cold, like, on my floor. And I just set him outside my dorm room. And then, like... Oh, my God. I found out, like, a day or two later, like, he went outside, like, threw his double bass pedal in the trash outside of the dorms. Got arrested. Like, all this shit. And then fast forward, like, a year or two later, I had a roommate move out. And he told me he was coming back to Richmond and he was doing, I don't know, going back to school or something. And I was like, I really need a roommate. We should keep jamming. Yada, yada. I wasn't yeah. thinking too much because I was drinking too much. And uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, just move him, bro. You. And like on the first or second night, like he got fucking wasted and like threw up on the couch. I'm like, oh, I was yeah. like, okay, I've done that. But like, this is going well. That's just not a good way to come back, you know? Yeah, yeah. After and the then, last time, after and the then, fucking yeah, last like, incident, I, I was like, I've been in plenty of drunk scuffles with friends. It's like, it's whatever. See, this this guy is so quick to forgive. This guy uh. is way too nice. This guy, <laughs> no, way too nice, man. So a couple months go by, and like, first besides that, you know, he was pretty chill. Besides when he wasn't like, on, drinking this, too much. Is this the same couch that your other roommate was uh, pimping himself out on? No, that's that's a, for another episode. Okay, I've I, I got stories out the ass. I want to. I want to hear filler about, stuff. I want to hear how this exorcism um, thing wraps up, though. So, a month or two goes by. It's fine without too much of the drinking, but then it starts getting weird. Like he starts drinking some more again, and like one night, like we have some friends over, and he just pulls out this like demonology book and he Ooh. hands it to just like someone on the couch, and he's like. <laughs> He's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> He's a joker. These are my friends. He's a joker. And oh we're all God. just like, we all just stop. Like, oh, my God. We all, we all just stop. And we're just like, what? Like, it just killed the whole You're fucking. You're just tripped the fuck out, dude. Just You've killed the whole fucking vibe. We're all just hippie. like, dude, this is, that was really uncomfortable. <laughs> and then like. I'm going to lie. <laughs> and then like, I, I had a couple other people at like, just like random parties be like, hey, like. He's being really strange. Like I don't, I don't know what he's doing, but they're just like he's being strange. Like, and I was like, yeah, okay. I like that. I was like, yeah, he is strange. But then, uh, like, whatever it was, he was doing. I was like, okay, that is even for that, it, it makes me feel weird. But then, like, another month later, he only lived there with me for like four months. And like the end, towards the end of it, like there was another night I had people over, and I hear this like thudding. On the upper floor. He, he lives on the bottom floor, too, by the way. Yeah. And then I hear chains rattling. No. And he's just, like, stomping down the stairs. This motherfucker has like, chains? Like, fucking shirtless in his underwear. Chains wrapped around him, and he's got a knife in his hand, and he's, like, pretending to stab himself, but, like, 
not like about to stab himself, but like stopping. This guy should have been a theater major. Yeah, it Holy sounds like and, he's just calling. And like I had a bunch of people over, and we were like fucked up, and like again, we all stop, and like I I said like this is weird. Like, can everyone just like get the fuck out? Like, and yeah. like most of the people left, besides I guess my roommates and like maybe one or two other people. That how have just, you like, never like, fucking told me this? And then like how have, how do I, so. So, so basically I corner him in the kitchen. He walks through the living room into the kitchen and I'm like, dude, like I grab him like by the chains or whatever. And I'm like, I, like, <laughs> I grab him by the chains. I like try to, I like try to like push him up against the fucking, uh, like the, the, the fridge. And, yeah. Uh, I'm like, dude, like you got a chair to explain this. Like, this is not cool. Like, I know we're all, like, death metal, like, punks and stuff, like, but this is weird, all right? Like, this is weird. And he, like, he doesn't say anything, but he just bends the knife towards me and starts, like, coming at me. But he's not stabbing, he's just walking towards me with it pointed out at me. And I'm like, dude. If you fucking kill me right here, right now. Well, no, I fucking decked his ass so hard, I knocked his ass out. Again. (laughs) Again. I knocked him straight into the fucking fridge, and he was out on the floor. And I go find... Came home to this shit. And I I started freaking out because, like, I was like, dude, he's, like, demonic or something. Like, for real. he's gotta be. And, like, I was so paranoid that, like, I, I was like... We're going upstairs to the farthest room in the house, and I whispered to him, like, we gotta kick him out. Like, this just happened. Like, I was so paranoid, dude. And without saying a word to the guy that we kicked out, I hear all this shuffling at, like, 5, 6 a.m., and he packed his everything he owned into his car, and he, was, he came up and hugged me, and he's like, I'm gonna miss you guys a lot. And he was parked right out in front of our fucking house, and like his shit kept stalling out, and we had to push him out of the fucking parking spot. <laughs> and then, um, at least it has a wholesome ending. Like, well, it's not done yet. He it's hasn't not had- over. Oh my God. So, so this is the twist in the movie where there's 20 minutes left, and you're yeah. like, oh fuck. So, uh, the fake I, I didn't ever hear from him again, but I had friends that knew his family and stuff that grew up with him, and um, well, before he even had the exorcism, like this was just a day or two after he left. I again had the house to myself uh, for the weekend, and um, I felt really fucking weird vibes. Right. Um, so I, he, he had like double doors at the front of the house uh, that went into his room, and I took a chain, and I I fucking like I didn't lock it, but I knotted it, but I wrapped it around the doors like probably you know good th- four or five times, and I fucking knotted that bitch, and like it was secure. Right. And I'm sitting on the couch, like, by myself, and I hear, like, a chain, like, jingling. What? And that shit unraveled and fell onto the ground, and the doors came open. And, I like, my adrenaline, like, started pumping. What I started fuck? running around the house. And I'm like, holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck. <laughs> and, like, what? I'm just, like, I told everyone, like, this was going to happen. I, like, I, 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 I knew this was going to fucking happen. <laughs> and I went upstairs into his room, and I, he had, like, this, like, Hail Mary candle or something. That he would always keep lit, or and like I like lit that shit and I put that in there and I called, <laughs> and I was like, I'm like I need like sage, I need lavender, I need like whatever you got, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like bring I'm like holy herbs. shit, <laughs> bring me the fucking herbs. But I, I, I straight ran out the house. I stayed I stayed at someone else's house the rest of the weekend, dude. Oh my god, that how the fuck? <laughs> but have then you uh, never told me. But this? then like so six gnarly. months later, I talked to my friend that grew up with him, and I was like, dude, like. Have you ever heard from him? I was going to write to his parents and be like, dude, like, something's wrong, like, with him. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, dude. Like, he went home and his parents, like, like we looked into his eyes and, like, it wasn't him. And uh, they're, like, these, like, really hardcore, like, I don't know, Catholic, Christian, I don't know, whatever. But they're like, yeah, it's it's not him. And uh, they got him, like, an exorcism done. And, like, apparently he's just living at home now, works a normal job, and is just normal. <laughs> what the fuck? But like, dude, Hold up. I believe it though, because like I remember, you like, believe it. I no, dude, because I remember, like, they're like, I became friends with him, so I, I knew him pretty well. But, like, there is like there a section like a of time where, like, I swear I look into his eyes and it was just straight, like the people, like it was just black, like black. I swear, 
I swear. And did he have black pupils when he walked towards you with the Not knife? Not black pupils, like just like black fucking eyes, dude. Like, I know what you mean, but like, like, what did you what, did you see that in his eyes when he like kind of like he had he had like a deep like dead like zombie fucking stare, dude. Like it was yeah. just it was otherworldly. It see, was, that's weird, and and I believe it coming like from you. And the dude, thing, I noticed. I pay attention. I pay attention to people's eyes, man. Like, yeah. I freaked out at this guy at the bar the other night because he was getting really close to my coworker, and like I saw his eyes and like his body language. Well, I saw her body language too. She was getting freaked out, but like I saw his eyes, and it was like fucking like crackhead eyes, dude. And I saw that shit, and he was. <laughs> as soon as I told him to fuck off, you went to the next table and was like, "Hey, like, I'm on cocaine. You want to hear my business idea?" Cause I was gonna do some. But like, he was look. like some ex-army dude. He was like, "I was in the army. I'll fight you." And I was like, "I don't care. I'll kill you." <laughs> See, I was are... gonna do a little like. <laughs> I don't care. I'll kill you. Tim Dillon rant on that kid who was just like a like a Billy Joel type deal where his father wanted him to be a jazz percussionist. But no, I've always wanted to be a theater major. Father, I've always wanted to be you don't a theater major. Understand me, Papa. And and so he goes through all this shit and obviously he's drinking a lot and doing a lot of drugs and he thinks he's literally Bukowski, right? And so now little Charles Bukowski over here, he's he's fucking like doing LSD and like putting on little shows. He's coming downstairs with the chains and he's rattling and he's and he's going to walk towards you with the knife cuz he's the Joker baby. <laughs> right? right? He's the Joker baby. And so all that's happening and then he finally has to go home because here's the thing. Little Charles Bukowski over here. He spent all his fucking money at college. He's done. He's tapped out. He's got no more in the reserves. Mommy and daddy can't save him. They pick him up. They say, what have you done? Have you drank all that money? Have you done well, hallucinogens? What are you on? What are you doing, honey, sweetie? And, and, and so they take him home. And all of this, his entire little Billy Joel fucking Charles Bukowski charade has to come to an inevitable exorcism. It's the only way that could end. <laughs> That's the only fucking way that that guy could fucking get his fucking rocks off. It's either that or that bitch was possessed. I mean, I don't know if he was like really possessed, but he definitely uh I think became like super schizophrenic for sure cuz he started like he told me he would like be like walking in the woods hearing voices and like he started speaking at the corners of the rooms and shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, I, I, I honestly Damn, don't know so what to believe because I just I, I oh oh there was one other incident though which also makes me think he was possessed where <laughs> came home one he ripped off the fucking lock of his door of his <laughs> door and he found him in his room naked writhing on the floor and speaking in tongues. I'm not even fucking kidding. Was he, like, enchanting his room? I don't know. Creepy. Wait, and so you guys came home to this? said he came home and saw that. I don't know where I was. I don't know where I was for, like, Bro, the last eight years. But So what's like, insane is that, like, his he, he could have done he that? He busted his door and shit. Okay, so he could have done that and then finished up. And then everything go back to normal, put the lock back on. But he didn't. He got caught. That means he was like legit doing it. Yeah, he was legit. Just hanging you, me. No, like he was not there. Like I don't know. Speaking in tongues. Homie was possessed, bro. What the fuck? And then I thought one time I found him passed out just watching porn, like door open, like porn blasting, like. We've all done that. He just jacked off a little too hard. I was like, dude, okay, I get it, but like, come on. <laughs> I get it, but, but come on. Skinwalkers, though. He's closed the door. Yeah, what happened with the Skinwalker okay. story? This is nuts. Honestly, all of this, I, and I'm amazed you haven't told me any of this. Oh, man. So, and this, and keep in mind, like, the Skinwalker shit, this happened before I ever even had my first beer. Like, Ooh. I was sober for all this. Like, a word? Yeah. <laughs> granted, I mean, I was. I've never known a sober. <laughs> Never. So, let me uh, let me think. All right. So, I guess my first experience was, I was I was younger. I was like maybe eight or nine. And uh, my parents have a pretty big yard, and we live we live in Vienna, Virginia. 
and uh, it's it's a lot of like old farmland and wooded areas and stuff. And uh, I'm hanging out in my, like my backyard, side yard, which just goes out into woods that go back for a bit. Anyways, it's getting towards evening, and like I don't know, I was just running around the yard doing whatever, and I look down the hill. And I see something at the bottom of the hill that didn't look normal. And it started moving towards me. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I realized it's like a fucking like seven foot tall dude in like a fucking like skinned out wolf like pelt. Like draped down his head or like, you know, like native shit. Oh, fuck. Um, it was like a nature spirit. Yeah. And he had fucking like a fucking loincloth joint fucking wolf pelt like headdress thing I think he might have had like a spear or something in his hand I couldn't tell but he's walking up towards me and then disappeared about like 20-30 feet and I was just like 8 or 9 I was shook I was just like whatever it disappeared I, I went inside didn't tell anybody about it and I was like okay that's that about 3-4-5 years later this is my Last year of middle school, I was doing, um, like, conditioning exercises for football. And I, uh, it was, like, 11, 11.30. And it was kind of, like, not, rain, like, full-on raining, but, like, you know, drizzle. A little chilly out. And uh, I'm on my normal route. And I stopped. Because I heard this, like, crazy loud growl out of nowhere. And I turn around, and I saw this fucking thing on the side of the road. Like, it was at least the size of a fucking car. And, uh, but it, it had, like, long, lanky, but, like, muscular limbs. And it had a long Hot. fucking, like, I, I guess, like, a wolf face almost. Also hot. Um, <laughs> that was a, but it was a furry. It, <laughs> I wish, It was man. a fucking like, furry. I wouldn't have been so scared. <laughs> but, like... I just like, I, anyways, I was like, I was just like frozen. I'm just watching it. And it had uh, fucking red eyes. Mm. And uh, it, it slowly like walks into the middle of the street. And uh, I, I just didn't know how to react. I'm, just, I'm in the middle of the road, like just like standing there. And it, it. it it goes on all fours in the middle of the road. And I'm telling you, it had to be the size of a small How have you seen car. so much, like, John Constantine shit in your life? I question reality every day, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it it Perfect doesn't answer. make sense. Uh, so it gets in the middle of the road. And it stands up on two legs, like, on its back. And it goes, like, like that. <laughs> like, that. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm telling you like I'm tall I'm 6'6 six, six. this motherfucker is an easy like 3 feet like taller than me and just fucking clouded me out man like I was like holy fuck like I was looking up at this thing that's nuts and then it gets back on all fours and I'm like it's gonna eat me but it, it takes like one like 20 foot leap into this person's yard and just like bolts through the woods you're John Constantine I don't know who that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it like it just bolts into the fucking woods, man. And I ran home. And uh So those are the only two real like visual things. But I returned, you know, onto the same stripper road. It, it was about a half mile down. But I, I got I was visiting my parents one night and I got drunk and smoked some weed and I was just like I'm gonna just go take a walk. Because at the time, I was like, it was still not cool for me to drink around my parents as much as I did. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I was like, I'm going to go fucking slug some fucking 40s in the neighborhood. But I got to this one bend in the Been road. There. And like, okay, you know how foxes like shriek and stuff? Yeah. I heard this absolutely like ear piercing. Like banshee like, squeal. Uh, yeah, banshee. Not even a, like, I knew it wasn't even a fox. Like, I've never heard anything like that. It was like. It was like those fucking Nazgul from Lord of the Rings, like straight up, like ear piercing mm. banshee shriek. Oh my god! And I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" And I, I was like, 
I'm going to just power walk with this 40, go on home. <laughs> I'm not going to look behind me. So I don't know. Dude, that's insane. I I had no idea you were such like a psychic medium, basically. I don't know, man. You're fucking... Oh, that's man. insane. You I can't believe t- you don't you know who... touch of something if you're seeing that much kind I don't of know. I can't believe you don't know who John Constantine is. From the movie, Constantine? Keanu, the Keanu, Reeves. Uh, Keanu Reeves? I didn't yeah. watch it, but I love Keanu Reeves. Bro, I think I have it <laughs> I just on... saw all the John Wick movies the other day. I oh, have it on yes. DVD, though. Slap. I'm going to give you the BBB. Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to think of the dude's name from that we worked with. Uh, no, the BBB or DDD or whatever he called him. The guy who drank in his sister's uh, garage. BDD. Oh, my God. <laughs> Big Dick Dick. This oh, guy's yes, name this was Richard. His name was Richard. He was a <laughs> this this is this is a great little story to end with. You're talking about cryptids. This guy was a fucking gnome. He was a he was like a <laughs> he troll. really was like this fucking like weird like Steve Buscemi biological like he was fuck a up. mutant. Mutant genome project. He was fucking weird. Okay, so we used to, like I said, we worked for a builder and we used to do contracting and like did work orders for apartments. So this guy was the maintenance supervisor at this facility, but he was the only fucking guy. But it was nothing but like old bitches. The entire facility was like old people. Cougar hangout, dude. And so he didn't really do a whole lot. He just kind of like swept the fucking hallways and changed light bulbs and shit. Mm-hmm. And he would obviously, you know, he'd call us Bias to do McDonald's. the heavy shit. Huh? It's a bias McDonald's. Uh, Hell he, yeah. He loved us. So that was the thing because <laughs> and I were chill as fuck to him. Like we would be high as shit and we're like, here's this like obviously adult with autism. That's like, <laughs> he's like trying to be cool. Knee high socks. Like, oh, dude. Uh, New balances and knee highs. He's a fucking mutant, dude. The guy was insane. But it was like, he's trying so hard. So like, of course, we're going to be bros. Bros recognize bros. Absolutely. Skis got to keep being skis to the skis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Preach. so, I don't know, man. We befriended him to the point where whenever he would, he would like purposely be like, hey, I called your boss and. Asked y'all to come over here Thursday. I'm gonna get us some McDonald's for breakfast. Everyone's <laughs> like, uh, okay, dude. But his name was Richard. And so obviously, you know, Dick. We called him Dick. <laughs> yeah. And we were talking about how, like, dude, this guy just must have a massive hog. <laughs> he just must be slanging. He's just fucking like cruising on his golf cart, like knee highs, just That fucking, was the best part. Getting knee all the highs, re- knee low. All the retirement pussy he could possibly imagine. He had a golf cart. That he was constantly driving around in. So if he wasn't sitting there talking your ear off, he was in his little cart. And when he drove past you, he, like, wouldn't turn his head. You know, most people, like, look and, like, oh, you're there. Wave. He would, like, literally, hands, ten and two. Like, shoulders (laughs) slumped over. And he would just be darting around in his little golf cart. Like, (laughs) eyes just straight ahead. Like, he had fucking horse blinders on. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we asked him, we were doing a job, and we asked him, was it 4th of July or Memorial Day or something? We asked him, like, hey. I, I couldn't tell you. It was some weekend and some shit. We oh, like, no, I do remember now. Yeah, it was like, hey, what are you going to do, like, on the on the holiday? I think it was 4th of July. Yeah, and so we asked, like, you do anything cool we tried to holiday? invite him to the bar. Oh, we were. Yeah, we were going to invite him to the bar. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, 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 you were throwing a show. That's right. We were going to invite him to the uh, metal show. I don't know. What at it was, the bar. But, oh <laughs> it was going to be so cool. But anyway, we were like, dude, hey, are you doing anything fun on this holiday? And he goes, no, nah, I'll probably do what I normally do. <laughs> and we were like, what is that, dude? He goes, I'll probably just sit and drink beer in my sister's garage. <laughs> he fucking, I guess he lived with his sister in the fucking garage and just. That guy's got it all figured out. I wish I could have that much uh, solace as him. Just do what I always do, man. Just everybody be Richard. Absolutely. D-D-D. Smoking weed in the morning, getting drunk in the afternoon. Big dick dick. I ain't asking nobody for nothing.